let's face it, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there right now when it comes to trusting someone as, quote, an authority or, quote, a guru. So today's podcast, I'm going to go through with you a bit of a checklist that I've done recently to sort of weed out if someone's legit or not. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up, to take action, and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, it is Jules Dan here. We're episode 92 now. Wow, getting close to the hundy. Yeah, <laughs> just celebrating with myself. Anyways, yeah, today's really interesting chat um, <clears throat> because if you're a podcaster like myself, hey, we've got a bit of a theme going this week. You know, I'm going to have someone coming on Thursday talk about all the best practices about what's happening right now for podcasting. His name's Daxi Perez. Um, but yeah, so little story today, right? So three times, not once or twice, but three times last week, I was pitched from a quote podcast agency. Now, you may have heard me rip into podcast agencies before, but you know, it was the same classic podcast name podcaster copy paste and then this whole giant pitch about how someone is so amazing and how you know, they'd be a good fit for my show without actually mentioning you know my show why that where's the content gap in my show and how they fit in it so you know that's a bit of a subtle hint of how I get onto podcasts is I look for those things but no no you know it's just all about them all about them you know, I'm like, all right, I'll play this game with them, you know, and they're like, Andrew has 21,000 followers on Instagram, or, or what was it, Anthony has uh, 32,000 on, on Twitter, 10,000 on Instagram, and, and 8,000 on LinkedIn, um, you know, it'd be silly not to take this opportunity with such a strong following. I'm like, all right, I'm going to play it to this, to their, to their game, and I, I even said, how big is their email list, because this is obviously, I'm talking with the uh, podcast agency representative, I said, okay, how big is their email list, and are they willing to promote with their email list, and two replied, sorry, two don't, two did not reply, um, and the third biggest guru out of all of them, the one who had all the accolades, all, all the tens of thousands of followers, uh, they said no to an email promotion, but they but they said yes to doing a social media promotion. And here's where I've got it. Here's my sort of like th- stick with that. Um, it's a huge red flag if someone does that to you. Um, even if you're if you're like brand new or even you're newish like me, um, you know, here's why that that is a huge red flag if someone is touting their. Uh, their numbers, but they're not really 
saying yes to an email promotion. Okay. Hey, this is Jules here. I just wanted to interrupt and bump in to talk about something I know will really help you on your online business journey like it helped me. I want to give you the keys to writing emails uh, sell. Now, let's actually step it up. I want to give you all my secrets for free. And not long ago, I actually helped a client sell over $150,000 in coaching programs. We didn't use a funnel. We didn't have any ads. We just used email. And the best part was that she only had a tiny list of about 2,000 people. And the lessons in here have taken me a lot of trial and error to understand how to craft emails that sell. And that's why I want to fast track it for you and give you all my secrets. So... It's a checklist I've put together called the five costly email optim mistakes and how to avoid them. Inside, it's packed with timeless principles I've learned from old school direct response marketing pros. They're always the best. And it shows you the anatomy of an autoresponder series that gets results. But just to let you know, there are no quick ninja hacks that become obsolete in a few years. I've only picked the best stuff that's been proven to work again and again. And you can grab this checklist by going to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. So that's J-U-L-E-S-D-A-N.com forward slash email mistakes. All right, let's get back to the show. One, these people, 100% they've got an email list. Like I guarantee you they will have an email list. This is just very unlikely they'll have that many followers and not an email list. Or in the unlikely case, they don't, okay? But but they probably do. So here's what I'm getting at, right? If they do, you know, you got to ask yourself, what's the long-term benefit if I try and nurture this relationship? Like, should I put some time into this? Um, and if if you can tell that they probably would have a, an email list, but they don't want to promote you, you know, like, why bother with this person, you know? If they're not willing to make it a win-win for you and for them, if they're not willing to do something a bit extra to help you out, you know, you might ask because email is a very valuable channel. And if they're not willing to put their foot forward and help you out by pitching to come onto your platform, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, maybe when you're brand new, you might want to take anything you got, but like the more. The more pitches you get and the more sort of, you know, it's like all them focused and not really on you, you, you kind of you kind of just think to yourself like, if this person is that in that sort of mindset, you know, like then what's their audience going to be like? Do I want to be associated with, with that audience? You know, it, it's probably not as overt as that. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure when I meet them face to face, they'll be lovely people, but, you know, Keep in mind, if they're not willing to put their foot forward on the first interaction with you and not help you promote via their email, you know, I, I would be very skeptical if those numbers uh, that they're trying to tout is just, you know, inflating their, okay, this is ruffling a few feathers maybe. I have no, like, this isn't, this is just me spitballing, you know, maybe this isn't truth or fact, it's just an opinion, you know, maybe they are, they're touting these social media numbers because maybe they've bought some, or maybe they've got a really small email list and they're trying to feel more superior by, by touting these, uh, you know, large followings. I don't know, 
but the but the lesson in all of this is you know like take social media followers with a grain of salt when someone's coming to you with some sort of deal or promotion or collaboration or anything like that like what's their agenda you know and if you were together if you were to work together what are the long-term benefits if you put some time into this the only reason why i even be would be mentioning this you know julian seven months ago would be like crazy to say this i would just accept anybody um but i mentioned this on the pre- a previous podcast which episode was it it was episode 90 um and you know it was that episode was all about minimizing distractions and when you just need to focus on client work focus on client work and not get distracted by constant zoom calls now i've really sort of learned to appreciate this year that time really is precious and you know accept this accept that you know these podcast agencies are going to know that you're hot that you'll say yes to any guest and then these people will probably tell these their friends at this get onto this podcast it's pretty easy to get onto and then you start getting all these maybe whole bunch of people who just like I've mentioned on this episode that kind of screws up with your bandwidth a bit um always making time for them and they're just taking from you so be very deliberate be very strategic with who you want on your show your platform whatever it is I, I think uh, Russell Brunson's Dream 100 is a, is a super sick uh, formula for, for finding your hit list of who's the right audience for you to share with. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably on my like 10th attempt to write out that list. I'm in the process again for the 11th time of sitting down because it's such a big task. But once you're clear on that, it's like once you're clear on that, who's your dream customer, who you want to serve, um, and then what are the different industries that sort of that mix into or who would be, who would where would they listen, what would they read, that sort of thing. Then it becomes a lot more clearer, and you can be a lot more selective with say who you let and who you push away onto your platform. That's all from today. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. This is Jules Dan here from Storytelling Secrets. Have a good week. I want to see you on Thursday with Daxi Perez. We're going to talk about all things about growing your podcast. See you then. Bye.